History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it, it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25 year old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Prater. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're chatting with Aidan Grant. He's the host of a new podcast called Songs That Changed You. He's worked in radio and he's got a great story to share with us today. Uh, welcome along, Aidan. Tell us a bit of your background. Where were you born and raised? Hey, yes. Great to be here. Um, so I was raised and born in Geelong um, and lived there for the first sort of, I don't know, 20 odd years of my life. And uh, yeah, loved it. <laughs> and did you have a religious upbringing at all? Yeah. So I was raised by Christian parents, um, but I think I sort of forged my own path. If, if um, Yeah, I, I don't want to like, oh yeah, I was, I was Christian and it was just because of them. I yeah. think I, I found that for myself. Okay. And how did that happen? Was it like at a youth camp or a church service or how did you come to faith? Yeah, I guess like it was something that I just sort of presumed everyone went to church. Like I was like, it's Sunday, maybe I was naive, but like as a kid, I was just like, yeah, it's what everyone does on a Sunday. And it wasn't until like a bit, little bit later, um, you know, as, as a kid that I worked out, oh no, that's not the case. All right. Um, and then I would have been just starting out high school maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of probably probably getting bullied a little bit, like not overly, like, but, you know, a bit like people give me a hard time for going to church and um, stuff. And I, I sort of had this moment where I was like, do I even believe this? Like, what, why am I getting picked on for this when I don't even know what I believe yet? I, I kind of need to decide that now because I, I could avoid all this bullying if I wanted. Um, and then I, 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 yeah, went to youth group and went to um, – you know, I think I went to Hillsong conference and sort of was like, yeah, no, 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 this is, this is legit. I, I want this. This is for me. And, um, yeah, I, I guess I was, the bullies helped me make that decision. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good thing? <laughs> and did your life change much after that, uh, you know, when, when you came to faith? I, I've always been somebody, well, I, I actually, you know, we're going back a few years now, but I, I, for who I am now, I'm very much somebody that stands up for what I believe and stands up for what I think is right and stuff. So as soon as I yeah made that decision for myself, it was like, yep, this is who I am and this is what I believe. And, and I became very strong in my faith and, and, and made that my own and, and, you know, stood up for what I believed and things. So I don't, I, it's hard for me to remember as far as like did my life change too much because I already had that sort of values and, and, and upbringing, but I know that attitude-wise and things, that was like a big change. And tell us a bit more of your story. What did you do after school? Right, so I, um, I went to school. I studied graphic design at uni, and um, while I was studying graphic design, I did like a little radio show part-time, and I found myself in uni coming up with ideas for um, the radio uh, a lot more than I should have been and probably concentrating on uni a little bit more. But I was like, no, nah, this seems to be more of an interest to me. And, and I, I finished uni so that I could fall back on that, but sort of gave myself a year to try and get into radio and just sort of force my way in and just, you know, sending out 
little air checks, which is what we call in the industry, like little sound grabs of yourself and going, look at me, look at me um, to different people. And eventually somebody, um, yeah, employed me. And uh, yeah, radio has been ever since. Very cool. And you worked at a whole bunch of commercial stations over the years, have you? Yeah, so I've worked all around the country. I started at um, Musselbrook, New South Wales, a little town of 2,000 people just outside of Newcastle. I did um, uh, six months there before I got my next gig, which was in Ballarat. I did breakfast there for a couple of years, and then I did got, got to do the drive show back at, in Geelong on my, my home station or home um, city and the station that I grew up listening to and things. And then, yeah, um, yeah, worked for FCA, which is like Southern Cross Australia, so sort of like the biggest radio network in Australia and, and worked for them for a while before they worked out that a computer could do my job and make me <laughs> redundant. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, f- fell into sort of Christian radio, which was never really the plan, um, but have been loving it. And what, what Christian stations have you been working at? Yeah, so I've been working at Life FM in Adelaide for the last four and a half years. I do the drive show here. Cool. And if if somebody had said to me, like, you're going to work in Christian radio, I would have went, no, 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 no. I, I, it was always been my dream to work for Capital City Radio and, and work my way up and things. But Christian radio was just never on the, on the cards. I, I always just sort of looked at that as like, oh, it's pretend radio. It's not real radio. It's, you know, like I, w- I want to be the, the Christian in the, in the rough environment and, yeah. and, you know, help others to see a little bit better rather than just speaking to Christians and stuff. But, um, yeah, God's got other plans. <laughs> yep, very cool. Mate, I love this new podcast you've started, uh, Songs That Changed You. Tell us how the idea came about. Well, um, I kind of feel like people are hesitant, or maybe not hesitant, but like they don't really know how to talk about their faith a lot of the time. Uh, it's it's a hard conversation to have sometimes, but people can talk about music pretty easily. Uh, they can talk about sport pretty easily. So I am passionate about music. I love going to concerts and gigs and things. And so I was like, well, I feel like if I can talk about my faith a lot easier through music, others probably would be able to as well. And so it's, it's, it's about these sort of moments that we have in life where a song has been there to help you through or you learn a lesson through a song. And, um, yeah, it, it's a, sort of a, a deeper dive into someone's faith through a, a song, which I, I, it's been working really well. I think people are really, like, um, enjoying hearing these stories and, and others can sort of relate to, like, oh, yes, that was such a song for me and helped me on my faith journey as well. And, it's, yeah, it's been amazing to hear everyone's stories and things. Very cool, mate. Well, let's have a chat about some of the people you've interviewed in a moment. But before that, what song changed you? Mm, good question. Great question. Um, one that I haven't uh, answered yet on the podcast and show. But look, I, I don't know whether there's one song, but uh, if I can throw out one band um, that, that changed me, and the, the band was Reliant K. Oh, come on. Great so, band. Oh, the best. Mm. My favorite band of all time. Mm. I, I was a big, like, punk growing up. Yeah. I loved that sort of scene. But there was never anything that I could, you know, there was Christian rock bands going around, but they didn't have that same attitude, that yeah. same sort of style and things. And then there was this band that came along, Reliant K, and I was like, oh, you guys are exactly what I've been looking for this whole time. Mm. And and they filled that void where I was like, oh, I there are people like me that still have that sort of, 
I don't know, cheeky attitude, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that sort of little bit of a rebellious nature, but they love God and they, and they put God first. And I was like, oh, yes, this is, this is exactly, it's like this band was manufactured in a factory with me in mind. Yeah. Like it was just designed for me. And from, yeah, hearing their first albums and things, I was, I was sold. And I was like, oh, I feel seen, I feel heard. And the same struggles that I go through are the same struggles that they're going through and writing about and things. Cool. And like, they'd, they'd be only I don't know, a couple of years older than me, maybe like four or five years older. So they're writing about high school issues and stuff while I'm going through that as well. So it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I do love a lot of their punk songs, Reliant K, but I do remember after September 11 happened, uh, the song For the Moments I Feel Faint. Uh, yeah, and you know beautiful. the words say, "Though the world around you crumbles, still I'll be strong." You know, never underestimate my Jesus. And one of our producers at the radio station mixed in a bunch of audio from September 11, from you know the planes are going into the building, you know, and they mixed yeah, it into yeah. that song. And oh, I would cry every time I'd hear it. Such a powerful song that one. That, that's one of my favourites from them. Would you say that's one of yours? Or? I, I learned to play that one on guitar. It was a very simple song. So, cool. I, yeah, I know that one back to front. It's a beautiful song. Good. And when you're talking Christian punk bands, you know, uh, I, I did interview MXPX once. you remember them? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, uh, lead singer, yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, and what was he like? He was cool. They were touring on the Vans Warped Tour with all these secular bands. And yep. uh, they were just cool guys, loved Jesus. And, you know, they, they, they did a great Keith Green cover. You remember? They used to. They did that album called On the Cover. Oh, Christian punk bands, man! Yeah. This is bringing back memories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me song. Who else? <laughs> well, you know, I did like some of the heavy metal Christian bands back in the day as well. Um, there was, uh, you know, Mortification was the Australian Christian metal band. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do, I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there was. Uh, oh, I'm I'm wrecking my brain now. Um, l- let's talk about your show. Um, I just noticed that you had Pete Court recently as a guest and he yeah. had Audio Adrenaline, Some Kind of Zombie. That is another great song, don't you reckon? Oh, absolutely. I loved mm. Audio Adrenaline back mm. in the day. They mm. had I, I still I was running to one of their songs um this morning. Like they're um still a good band. Absolutely. Yeah. Hold yep. up for sure. Yep. And I'm just scrolling through your podcast here, all of the the uh, people you've interviewed. Is there some standouts that are your favourite ones that you, you've interviewed so far? Uh, well, I guess for me, like, it's it's the ones that, that tell the surprising stories. Like yeah. Pete, you just mentioned, was one that he's somebody that I've sort of known. He's worked in Christian radio for a few you know, decades, really. Um, but I'd never heard this story of, like, he was born with heart issues and then... Yeah, had to be operated on as as a a baby and things, and he didn't really have that, you know, no one has that realisation of what went down when you're a baby sort of thing. Like, years later, he sort of came to this, hearing this song, was like, oh, that's that's me. Yeah, I almost died, like, um, and and I had this moment. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, celebrities and and big people are all cool and whatever, but, like, I think it's the stories that I really love hearing. Yeah. Well, my wife and I... We're on a trip recently, and I put on your podcast, and we heard the Dami Im interview. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. And of course, you know she's massive through Eurovision and X Factor, and and I love the fact that she chose Amazing Grace, uh, the Chris Tomlin version. My chains are gone. That was a beautiful interview. Uh, did you get a whole bunch of new listeners to your podcast? Because you know she's pretty well known, isn't she? She she was a bit of a name. Yeah, it was. Um, 
I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like, it's it's funny because of the way algorithms work and the internet these days. Like, some episodes, yeah, do peak and spike because they've had a, a name on it. But also sometimes it's the song. Like, if, like yeah. for instance, there's one episode which we did on, um, uh, I, I guess, a slightly controversial song, but the Planet Shakers Healer ah. song. That episode has been the most listened to by far because when you search for Planet Shakers in um, Spotify or, or anywhere, it's the first thing that comes up. It's Planet Shakers and then my podcast, oh, Songs yeah. That Change. So, so for some reason, yeah, that one has been the one that sort of has been the and, and, and again, like that's an episode where Nicole talked about, like, despite the fact that this song has sort of, you know, had a controversial past and stuff, it's still being used. God still uses songs. God can use whatever to impact people's lives. And that song had a huge impact on her and her um, healing from a, from a car accident and, and different uh, trauma that she'd been through and things. So, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I love that song, Healer, and and I know the story behind it and all the problems it had. But interesting, uh, I did catch up with the guy that wrote that song a couple of years ago, and he's back in ministry now. He's doing this amazing work among the homeless in Adelaide, and you know, yeah. The truth is, God can resurrect anyone, no matter what mess they've been in, can't he? Exactly, and I, I think that's so awesome to see. Like people can have their own. Um, attachment to songs and it can mean completely different things like whether the writer wrote it for that intention or you know god can use anything it's it's incredible well i'll just name drop a few of my favorite uh, pod, uh, interviews you've done there on your podcast so i can see you've done uh, dj Payne, you've had colin buchanan yeah. andy goulet from red frogs boss frog what a legend uh, emma mullings absolutely well-known christian singer now based in the u.s luke holt uh, interesting that he loved DC Talk. What if I stumble? Great song. Oh my goodness! Um, I just wish I was doing <laughs> this show. Have you I... listened... Matt, have you listened to that song lately, though? Uh, I don't know if I have lately. No. No, it's dated. Oh boy, is it dated? There's some really like fringy things in it. I was the same. I was like, oh, I loved DC Talk back in the day, and then listened to it. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is um, this is really daggy. <laughs> oh my goodness! But we well... love. Well, we'll have to come on, Matt. We'll, ha- we'll have to have you on. Love what, to, mate. What song would you pick? You know, I think I'd probably pick Asleep in the Light by Keith Green. Okay. Because yep. when I came to Christ, uh, I became a youth leader straight away. Like pretty much within six months, I was a youth leader. And mm-hmm. my first ever sermon was based on that song. And I'm okay. an evangelist. I want to I want to reach people, you know, I want to care for the poor, all that kind of stuff. And that song, yeah. it tells it all, you know, and it it is it's pretty daggy. <laughs> but, but that's okay. <laughs> the message is so powerful. And every time I hear it, I, I feel like, oh, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that'd yeah. probably be the one I'd pick, I'd say, but I'll have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's make it happen. We'll uh, we'll get you on in the next coming weeks. Awesome, mate. Well, if people want to search up the podcast, it's called "Songs That Changed You" with Aidan Grant, uh, and uh, there's a whole bunch of great uh, guests on there. And I love that that you feature their their favourite song in there a little bit as well. Uh, it's a great idea, and you've won an award recently too. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's rare that you know, Christian ministry and Christian sort of shows and things get recognized. So, yeah, I kind of feel like it's a bit of a win for all of us. But, um, yeah, I, we we won the uh, Radio Today Podcast Awards for 2023. It was the best health and well-being podcast 
of the year. So, yeah, so cool. pretty exciting. Well done, mate. It's awesome. Well, I'm a big fan. Uh, Aidan Grant, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you so much, mate. Appreciate it. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. You'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. Matt Prater's latest book is now available. History Makers, Devotions, Downloads and Dad Jokes. It will take you on a journey through God's Word and will hopefully give a few laughs along the way. It's just $15 plus postage. Order now at historymakersradio.com. Discounts available for bulk orders. The heart behind this book is to challenge people to get into the habit of daily devotions with Jesus. Find out more at historymakersradio.com. Station sponsor.